0: What an amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And uh, I completely concur that we should not limit healing uh, to the physical, uh, but the emotional and the mind. Uh, I've never been so convinced because of the time that we live in and the amount of pressure that's on people's mental health right now. Suicide rates in our community um, are beyond what they've ever been before. And this is a time just to continue as we stand with people and partner with them in healing, just not healing of the body, but healing of the mind. Jesus said that we were to uh, cast out demons. Now, I don't, uh, I don't believe that mental health is a result um, of demons. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that and I wouldn't suggest that. But here's what I do know. That when people are struggling uh, and they are down, the enemy doesn't play by any kind of rules, and he will come and attempt to torment. He will uh, attempt to take seize hold of that mind and bring torment. Torment is from the enemy, and so regardless of the source, whether it's chemical imbalances or trauma, the source of difficulty, the enemy will prey upon that. And I know that I know as, soon, as sure as I'm standing here that in these days we are going to see God set free. Many, many stories like this one, never the same again. It's a new beginning. It's gone. Those kinds of declarations we're going to hear more and more of. I had a delightful time this week on the phone uh, meeting a person who belongs here to Harvest but watches online. Joan, I believe you're watching online today. Joan is 88 years young, and uh, yeah, give a shout out to Joan today who's watching from Fergus, Ontario. Go ahead and do it. Give her a shout out. Joan, the room is roaring, and uh, we just appreciate that people are watching from all over, and uh, And so, Joan, uh, as we talked, she said, I've I've just really been encouraged by the messages on healing. In fact, uh, it was a great reminder for her, she said. Her and her husband used to minister uh, on a healing team in a church, and she's not able to get out as much as she used to, especially in these winter months, and so has been appreciating being able to come online with us. And last week was reminded of the power of healing. She suffers from arthritis. She said, uh, I'll go to the grocery store. She'd be wiped out with pain. She said, I went, but before I went, I decided, I love this, Joan, I love this, I decided, she said, that I was going to stand on my healing and believe God to deliver me from pain. She said, I came home and had no pain in my body at all. We just rejoice with Uh, Joan, who's 88 years young and God's healing bodies regardless of their age. Um, The uh, Russell family, you're sitting in the front, and during worship, I I just really felt uh, the verse kind of came to my mind for you guys, and it speaks about John the Baptist's preparation for Jesus, that his prophetic ministry would lower the mountains and raise the valleys and make a smooth path. And I felt like God was saying to you guys today, you've had some uh, hard, uh, r- uh, hard road that you've been walking on uh, months and, and sometimes really if we would think about maybe years, I feel like the promise of the Lord to you from this day, mark it from this day, I believe that the road of your life is going to get smoother, is going to get straighter. I feel like uh, just your obedience, your faithfulness to the Lord has opened up and given a breakthrough. Um, I think there's some generational things that uh, have been destroyed by your obedience to the Lord, You're warring against it. I feel like things that the boulders of life and the, the stumps of life that would try to get in the way of your journey and your path, the Lord's gone ahead of you. He's cleared it. There's clear sailing ahead. As you come into 2021, I just really believe, get ready for things to happen faster. They're going to be easier. That doesn't mean you take a break. That means you just get into the pace of what God's got. You're going to go a little faster, a little stronger, and the blessing of the Lord is your portion. So you just receive it all, all right? Just feel that word is for you today. Somebody with some neck pain today, I think it's on the left side, whether you're watching online or here in the room, just uh, want to encourage you that God wants to touch that and heal that. I think it limits even how you turn your neck, and there's some difficulty uh, there, and there has been for some time, and the Lord just wants to touch that today. And some blood sugar levels uh, that have just been kind of driving you nuts and uh, trying to get a handle on that. I just really feel like the Lord wants to bring your body into a balance, and uh, that you're uh, all of the uh, blood the blood indicators in your body will just come into order. In fact, I just want to speak order into that body right now, whether you're online or here in the room. Just speak order into your uh, kidneys and um, insulin levels and everything that kind of takes charge of that. We just speak order into your body right now as your blood levels just even out. And uh, God's just touching, touching people today. And every day, somebody say... Let's get Naaman healed today, all right? Let's, let's get that done. Uh, let's get Naaman healed. We received uh, the keys to our new heating system this week. And so, this mild weather, what, I mean, honestly, not a coincidence. Uh, we did not have to bring supplemental heat. I want to give a big shout out to Marlo Mechanical, who was awarded the project. I mean, guys, I'm telling you, over and above. These guys worked over and above, Stefan Marlowe specifically, uh, who oversaw the project here. Just like crazy hours to get it done so that our building would be protected from winter cold. And uh, and we're going to be learning it a little bit, a little warm here in the room today, but we'll learn the system and get it figured out and balanced and... uh, and I think, I, I just, I can't remember the exact number, but I know it's twenty plus thousand dollars has already been uh, received as part of the special offering toward that. We haven't said a lot about that. God's just talking to people, and uh, I just, I want to say thank you. Uh, we're going to be talking about retrofit your finances uh, next week, and I want to encourage you a little bit about just getting your financial situation ready for 2021 as God wants to increase. He wants to bless. He wants to pour in a good measure pressed down and running over because he wants us to be generous. He wants us to have resources. you got to have resources to be generous. He wants you to be generous with whatever resources you have so he can increase that. Let's get into this uh, this week. Uh, Last week we learned that uh, there were kind of, we we kind of had some points uh, we're learning, principles of healing. And first of all, uh, number one, was somebody needs to know, <laughs> uh, who knows this morning, put your hand up if you know, if you're online, say, I know, God heals today. Do you know? Do you know that God heals you? We've got knowledge of that. We're studying that. We're reading it in the Word. And uh, we want to relate to every character in the story. We relate it to the maid. Uh, she wasn't super important. She's just serving, just serving, just serving. Hello, somebody. You're just serving, but you have the power of healing because God's anointed you for that, as we're going to see this morning. She knew that God heal. Number two, there has to be a desire for healing. It's not an extra. We're going to contend for this more than we ever have before. It's not an extra, hey, God healed this morning. Wow, that was a good service. Or God healed my friend. Well, that was a great moment. No, it's not an extra. We're going to desire this because God desires it. We're pressing in for it. We're going to contend uh, for it. Naaman uh, desired healing. I, I suggested to you that Naaman tried to buy his healing. And that we try to do the same thing. Sometimes we try to buy our healing by thinking that someone who, uh, I referenced Ted and his heart condition. And, well, God, you would heal Ted because, after all, he's on the worship team and he's a great guy. And they, did it, they do amazing videos. They even talk about tithing on the video. God, you know, surely you would heal Ted. And somehow we have this connection that people deserve, uh, deserve it. That's really a way of trying to buy your healing. And uh, we talked about trying to buy healing with transactional faith as opposed to relational faith. I'll talk about that in a minute. Watch this clip. It says it better than I can say it. Sorry. Come on. Yeah, that's me. Yeah.
1: It's like a bowl of chocolate, please. Yes. It's for my mum.
0: change Happy birthday, oh, Thank
1: you. there's a glass and a half in everyone
0: yeah <laughs> and that's all we've got is a bunch of buttons and a unicorn <laughs> come on somebody who's the one who's got the unicorn this morning catch that critter um you know that's all we've got We don't have the ability to purchase healing, purchase salvation, or any part of salvation. Healing is included in that. I talked to you last week about uh, relational faith versus transactional faith. And really, the way to understand this is that many people live in their relationships on earth transactionally. They give to get, and they negotiate, and they manipulate. But unconditional love is the giving of love without anything you know, expected in return. Grace is given to us. God's love is given to us. Healing is given to us. And this idea, do you have enough faith? and that people scold others when they're trying uh, to press in in prayer, and they're believing God for something, and they're not seemingly breaking through. And, And what happens is often this scolding happens and says, you didn't have enough? Yeah. Like I had enough to buy what? And so when you're trying to present faith enough, faith, we are on the wrong road. In fact, we're on a very, very dangerous road. And so I pointed that out to you, and we don't want to be transactional with God, that faith is somehow currency, but instead, it's relationship. I'd like to just take a moment, kind of tie a bow on the idea, because we just kind of introduced it last week, and I, I said that relational faith, it's not blind faith, and then we metaphysically in our mind, where we just start, you know, I know I can, I know I can, I know I can. I'll quote another verse, I know I can, I know I can. But instead, It's building on three questions that all trust and dependence, which is what faith is, relationally is built on. And that is, number one, is there a promise? Has the person that I'm in relationship with given me a promise? Has God given us the promise of healing? Yes, not a trick question. They get harder as we go. Good for you. We have a promise from God. It's already paid for, healing. Is God capable of fulfilling that promise? Yes. Right. And so uh, we, that's our second, as we're building relational faith, we know that God is capable. How do we continue building this relationship? By spending time in prayer, by spending time in the scriptures, reading about Jesus, reading about how he healed, reading about Jehovah Rapha, the God who healed in the Old Testament, looking at these stories like Naaman today, knowing that God is capable because he does it over and over, watching the videos. When you receive a healing, not not being afraid to give your testimony, and by the way, it doesn't jinx it if you give it publicly. Uh, and uh, well, what if I? What if it gets jinxed and the enemy attacks me and takes my healing? You're going to learn to war, and you're going to learn to give the enemy a black eye. That's what you're going to do. But we want to testify. The Bible says that's just a word. It's a courtroom word that says, um, "Yes, I, ha- I can give an eyewitness report." Jesus heals today. He healed me, and you give your story. And as we give our story, um, it builds. Faith it builds faith in all of us. That's why Joan wanted to um, wanted to share a story about arthritis. Which, by the way, if you're online or in the room, uh, don't say even if you're 88 that arthritis is something you have to live with. Why not decide right now? He's made a promise. He's capable. Receive right now healing for arthritis. All right, right, right. I I don't know why I'm doing this, but whatever you were wiggling before and it hurt, wiggle it now. And, and just feel that being relieved right now. And then the last one, is God faithful? In other words, does he break promises, or is his character such that he fulfills his promises over and over and over again, so he's trustworthy? How many would say God's trustworthy today? Hey, you've got faith. You start with a measure, and you build it relationally, all right? You are not going to bring a faith to God that's a metaphysical, I know I can, I know I can, I know I can, I just need enough faith, God. No, faith is relational. You're never going to have enough. In fact, when you don't have enough, the Bible says there's a gift of faith. Come on. It's listed in the spiritual gifts. There's a gift of faith, and he'll just slide that gift of faith into your life. And it says that when that gift of faith happens, mountains, the hard stuff can happen. The miraculous stuff can happen. Who's with me to believe God and contend for miracles? Good. I'm, I'm preaching to the right bunch today. Uh, You're help, you help me preach better. So let's, uh, let's continue now with Naaman, uh, and let's get him healed today. And, uh, and so Naaman uh, is on his way, and he meets the king. He meets the king, presents the letter to the king, and uh, that uh, the king needs to heal him of leprosy, which, by the way, that's mountain-moving stuff because leprosy was a death sentence in this day. There was no cure. It's one of those things we say, we say it often. I've said it. You've said it. Without a miracle, that person will either pass away or, or have difficulty. Without a miracle, exactly, without a miracle. We need a miracle. And the king of Israel read the letter. He tore his clothes in dismay. Which was an Old Testament sign of pain and, and grief, and just uh, 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 it was an automatic cultural manifestation of something like, ah! <laughs> This is a hard thing. This is a hard thing. This is a hard thing. This man, speaking of the king of the country that has sent Naaman to him, sends me a leper to heal. Am I God? What a great question this morning. We're going to answer it. I know you know the answer. <laughs> My God. But we've got to sort this out. No, you're not. And yes, he is. But we've got to sort this out. Am I God that I can give life and take it away? I can see that he's just trying to pick a fight with me. The king of Israel is realizing that he's been given an impossible assignment. An impossible assignment. Jesus gave us An impossible assignment in and of ourselves. He told us in the Great Commission to heal the sick. We'll look at the scripture in a moment. His assignment to us is to see sick people get healed. People tormented to be free. To see people who don't know him come to know him and have their soul saved, their bodies saved, their minds set free. That is the assignment, and it's an impossible assignment. Why do we keep trying so hard in our strength to do his assignment? And so he says, am I God? What a a great question. Because only God can heal. And so he refuses the assignment. And some people today refuse the assignment. They don't want to go anywhere near the supernatural. They say things like uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not for today. Healings, not for today. Well, if God feels like it, who are you? God? Do you think you can order God around? Do you you think? And so there's a a voice today that will say just like the king, I'm not God. I'm not going to try to act like God. Let's just leave it up to God. God can do whatever he wants, except that's contrary to. scripture in terms of the assignment and so the king walks away from the assignment I want you to think about Jesus for a moment this statement am I God really important because I know in the room most of us and online you would know that God is the author of healing and it's God who heals and yet he said to us heal the sick so he has imparted a capacity and ability to us that makes him God but allows us to partner with him to see this happen. Now this is important. Watch this. I want you to think about Jesus for a moment. Jesus came to earth as a man, fully man. He was born as a baby, it's Christmas time, in a manger. He was entirely human, a man. He did not, he was not God with a man suit. Let that sink in for a second. He wasn't God wearing a man suit. Trying to fit in with the human race so he could observe and go back to heaven and do a documentary on humanity. He came as a man and experienced life as a man. He was fully man, and yet the mystery of Jesus, he was fully God. And Philippians tells us that he surrendered to his Father the independent use of his Godness or his God power. He handed that to the Father for safekeeping. He said, I'll take that back when I sit at the right hand of the Father but while on earth he could not uh, or he chose not to independently use his divine attributes he positioned himself entirely as a human being cooperating with his father when jesus did the god stuff did he do it as a man or did he do it as god and i need you to just answer that in your own self right now that question will help determine this principle as we relate to the king whether we walk away from the assignment or get the assignment we get weirded out by the assignment I've heard people where they prayed for somebody and then they give I prayed for my friend they got healed oh glory to god <laughs> like you needed to say that at the end <laughs> uh, if it were you you would be god we get that We get that. But we get funny about that, about this distinction between who's healing. Are we healing or is God healing? And so did Jesus heal as God or did he heal as a man? He healed as a man that's what makes this, that we're not going to leave the assignment different than the king of Israel who just relinquishes God's stuff to God and forgets that God imparted to us a capacity and Jesus demonstrates it and then tells us to do the very same thing acts 10:38 God anointed Jesus of Nazareth remember that hometown that didn't see him as God not a problem God appointed Jesus of Nazareth, the scripture emphasizing his humanity, born in a manger in Bethlehem. He anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power. Question, since when did God need to be anointed? Since when did God need power? Jesus healed as a man in partnership with his father who empowered him with the power of the holy spirit and jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed with the devil for god was with him say with him god was with him really important and god is with us and so when the assignment comes we are frail humanity you don't have to work it up you don't have to pray with gusto you pray with obedience, and you command sickness, as Jesus talked about. And, I, and I'm pausing the healing teachings for a little bit uh, today, but we're, we're, we'll come right back. We're going to be doing this. We'll just kind of take a breath and go on to some other things, but certainly come back. Mark 16, 15 says, then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everybody. How do we do that, Jesus? He said, these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe, and he listed them. Heal the sick, and another, uh, the same kind of idea in Matthew ten eight. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Say, I've received. When the Spirit of God is in you, you've received this assignment. Jesus said, he said, we would not be alone in our assignment. And be sure of this, I'm with you always, even to the e- end of the age. Little different. We shouldn't respond like the king and be afraid of the assignment. Well, what if they don't get healed? Not your problem. <laughs> it's God's reputation, not yours. Not your problem. Well, what if it doesn't work? Not your problem. And you know what I found? I've never had anybody, when I've asked people, could I pray for you to be healed? And if something didn't happen the way we thought, I've never had that person ask for a money-back guarantee on the prayer. I've never had that happen. But they've received with joy that someone cared about them enough and loved them enough to ask for their healing. Come on, somebody. We're not alone in the assignment. Well, we should respond like Elijah. When Elijah, the man of God, heard what the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay, walked away from the assignment. Why are you so upset? Send Naaman to me, and he will learn that there's a true prophet here in Israel. Or in New Testament understanding, he will know that God is alive and well today in Cornwall. Let's just rehearse real quick. We want to see breakthrough in healing. Number one, somebody needs to know that God heals. We know. There needs to be a desire. We have one. Faith is relational, not transactional. We're going to continue to build our relationship with Jesus the healer and understand that he's promised, he's capable, and he's faithful. Number four today, we're not alone in our assignment. We don't go out on the edge of the cliff and jump off when it comes to healing. He's coming with you. Say, he's with me. He's with me. Let's not abandon the assignment. And, uh, and so Naaman sets out. He gets to the front door. Of the prophet, there's a lot of anticipation. It took us two weeks to get here. It took him way way longer. Hundreds of kilometers. Uh, camels and 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 and, and caravans and, and people and drama along the way and servants fighting and running out of water and dust storms and all of the things. And he's wondering, am I ever going to get my healing? This has been an ordeal. This has been long. But man, we're finally here. The days arrive. My healing day is here. He's excited. He stands out in front of the door. One of his servants goes. And knocks on the door, and one of Elijah's servants comes out and goes, You guys are a little earlier than I thought you were going to be. Um, listen, uh, Prophet Elijah can't come today for the great healing event, and he told me to tell you, oh, Excuse me, I was just waking up. I, I told, he, told, I, he told me, What? Well, I haven't my coffee. He told me to tell you, Go down to the Jordan and have a bath. And dip seven times. You guys kind of need it anyway. Maybe all of you could kind of, I don't know, but Naaman, you for sure are supposed to do that and you'll get your healing. And so Naaman, the Bible says, after he receives these instructions, he's ticked off. He's angry. This is not, this is not what he thought. Naaman became angry and stalked away. He left, listen now, he left the place of his healing. He left. The place where healing was going to happen. He departed and walked away from healing. He said, Pastor Roy, We would never do that. Oh, I've done it. You've done it. Yes, we do do it. Just like Naaman, and we're going to relate with Naaman today. We need to understand. There are two things that took place that caused Naaman to remove himself from the very moment where heaven was about to open and healing was about to be uh, uh, offered, and, and he's at that moment to reach out and to receive, and he's choosing instead to walk away. Naaman became angry and stalked away. I thought he would certainly come out and meet me, he said. I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord and heal me. I thought... And I expect it. These are the two things that we've got to monitor in our own lives because God is higher than our ways. His ways are higher, the Bible says. His thoughts are higher. And what God will do is make sure that we don't reduce, even as Jesus, Jesus didn't heal the same two times. You can't find an identical healing because God was having Jesus learn obedience, Hebrews says. He wants us to learn obedience so that we never walk into this place where somehow we think, we think that we don't need God to do these miracles or, or, or whatever the case, convoluted ideas we get. And so obedience is very important in building faith, and faith is very important in receiving healing. Not a transactional faith, but a relational. And obedience, simple obedience. And you'll find that. I have found that. And God's not going to reduce it to formulas because he's God and he's bigger than a formula. He's bigger than what we think or what we expect. And for some of you, you've had thoughts where it didn't happen the way you thought it should happen, and you're sitting in the room today and you thought, I thought they were going to live. I thought it was going to be different. I expected it would go like this. And we need to bring our thoughts and our expectations and lay them down at the feet Oh, Lord, to say, I don't understand. I'm not going to seek to understand. I'm going to seek to get closer to you. And so Naaman had a choice at that moment. I thought, I expected. The two phrases that could remove you from your assignment and remove you from receiving your own healing and remove you from praying for somebody else. I thought, I expected, is an enemy to disobedience. He was walking away. His officers tried to reason with him and said, Sir, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, you'd done it, right? So shouldn't you certainly obey? Say simple obedience. Go and wash and be cured. Can I have the team come up? We're going to transition our service. Our minister team is going to be here all suited up if you're comfortable. Um, to come into proximity to receive prayer, we welcome you to do that. If you'd like to stand back a ways, it doesn't hinder prayer at all. Somebody wants to pray with you today and they will, if you come up in just a moment. If you're texting a prayer request, uh, Christina's gonna pray for that in just a moment. Naaman went down to the Jordan River and he dipped himself seven times as the man of God had instructed him, simple obedience. Just staying dependent on the Lord. His skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child's, and he was healed. Last thought today. We'll come back to healing in a couple of weeks. Keep dipping. <laughs> Keep praying. Keep contending. Don't stop. I guarantee you he went down into the river, and he dipped once, and he came out, and he looked, and he checked to see if anything had changed. We do that. We'll pray for you. You're praying. And as you pray, and that first time you say, God, heal, it'd be awesome. And often it happens instant- instantaneous. But sometimes it's a process. And uh, you saw in the testimonies last week, and uh, somebody said, you know, two, no healing. Uh, low on the scale, I don't feel very healed. I'm not doing well. An eight. They were a solid eight. It was growing. We celebrate that because faith begins to grow. Don't stop praying for healing, asking God for healing, partnering with your healing on dip number two or three. Keep going until you have a complete healing. Jesus prayed for, he laid hands on a blind man in the New Testament in Mark chapter uh, 10, I believe, but Mark chapter eight. And he prays for the guy and says, so how you doing? And the guy says to Jesus, remember the man Jesus partnering with his father? He says, "Ah, uh, I mean, I can see something, but it looks like trees walking around. I see, I think they're people because I can hear voices, but through it super blurry, Jesus. But hey, high five. Thanks for the healing. No, Jesus said, Come on, we're gonna do it again. And Jesus laid hands on him again. And Mark chapter 8:22 says, Can you see now? And the man said, Yes, I can see now. Perfectly. And so that's how we're approaching it at harvest. Dip one, dip two, dip three, dip four, dip five. Don't get out of the Jordan yet. Dip six. I know what you're thinking, that I'm just a big dip, right? No. You're not thinking that? You have thought that. Dip seven. Completion happens. I wanna encourage you today. Could we stand in the room? Christina's gonna lead us in prayer. Just before we do, if you don't know Jesus today, the personal relationship that we're talking about, today the three questions apply, and that's this. Do you know in in your head today that what's been declared to you in the past or today, That Jesus has given you the promise of eternal life. Yeah, come on, somebody. Yes, he's extended eternal life. He put his arms on the cross. Can Jesus give you eternal life? The answer is yes, he can. Can you receive? Millions of people have received eternal life. He died for everybody. You say, but Pastor, Pastor, you don't know what I've done. I think I need a little extra Jesus from the cross. Like I, no, The Bible said that his sacrifice on Calvary's cross was sufficient for all, once and done but you've got to receive it. you got to step out in faith today. You say, how do I do that? You simply say yes to the gift of salvation. I want to receive that. If you're in the room today or you're online today, you've never prayed a prayer to have Jesus come into your life and receive Him. He is eternal life. Receive His forgiveness, His love, His companionship, His power, His Holy Spirit. It's a good deal, by the way. My sin for all of that Oh, come on, somebody. If that's you, I want you to make the decision and pray this simple prayer. We'll all pray this together, but you pray it with us online. Pray it in the room. Would you pray this simple prayer with me today? Just repeat it after me. Dear Jesus, thank you that you died for me, giving me the promise of eternal life. I receive it today. Come into my life. Make me new. Amen. Hey, I believe if you prayed that prayer, you're born again. You've received the promise. You've begun your journey. Text it in the box. I prayed that prayer. Please let somebody know in a green shirt today. I made a decision to follow Jesus.
1: Yeah. Well, we got some prayer requests this morning. And, you know, I think we've been getting ready for the Christmas, uh, virtual Christmas that's going to go out. But we were we sang a song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And, you know, for so many, Yeah. it's not. Yeah,
0: it's difficult.
1: So just you know, be mindful as we make our way through this season that there are people that are struggling this season. And it's, it's not all candy canes and lollipops. It's tough. And and I just want to keep those people in our prayer Absolutely. because it's, it, it is, it is Spe- tough for especially some Especially
0: with Christmas being so different this year. Yeah. You know, it's just like God uh, to take something different and Bump, same. So people that have had yeah. Christmas after Christmas of heartache and pain, this could be their best. That's what I'm saying. That in this, diff, you know, God, God can bump, bump them out of the rut, bump them out of that grave, bump that's them right. out of that difficulty. Let's pray right. for that today. Yeah.
1: So I'm just going to begin to pray, and we're going to call out, and we're just going to call down, and we're going to retrofit our faith for healing. We're going to retrofit our faith for whatever you're believing. Father, we just want to call on you this morning, God, that there are people that need you this morning. Father, in this Christmas season, Jesus, it was all about a little baby that was born in a manger. And Jesus, you are at the forefront of this season. It's all about you, Jesus. Father, I just want to pray this morning for Caitlin O'er, God, that you will continue healing yes, her. continue that healing. God, she's not All the fully way. healed, God, healing. but she's on the road to come on, healing, Father. Healing. I just pray even today that she will feel yes, a burning sensation on, through Caitlin, her body, God, as you begin you to finish the We're work that you, you started, again, God. Just finish that work, God, for Frantic and Timmy. Father, you will just move with them, Father. For Frantic is believing first right side, God, and, and Tammy's believing for stuff, Jesus, that they will just feel you yeah, come in on. the situation. Come on, come on, come God, on God, that they will feel you in the valley. God, we're Jesus. praying for um Kim with fibrom- Fibromyalgia that you go, will heal go. her, God, no, this go. morning. Fibromyalgia go um, in Jesus. Oh, name. I'm sorry, that was for Linda, God, for fibromyalgia. For Kim for marriage and family. God, you know the enemy. Is coming against families right now. Coming against marriages. But we're putting you on watch, Satan. You have on, no hold on. on marriages. You have no hold on families. Right. God, we're breaking it off this morning. We're saying, back thank up. You,
0: thank you, Lord.
1: Jesus, we're calling on you this morning for marriages, families, Father. Marriages. Restorations of families. Come on, Restorations thank you, Lord. of marriages, God.
0: Yes, Lord. Crystal,
1: who's pregnant, God, that you will just reach her this morning. God, touch, touch her, whatever one. she's dealing yep. with. I'll raise our garb that you will open up.
0: You for their immigration to Canada, God.
1: We're just believing and we're trusting. We're calling on you, Jesus. That Come you up. will bring them to Cornwall, God. Yes, you will yes. make a way Open the door, Lord. where there Open seems the door. no other way. Because, Open God, door, you are the door opener. You are the provider, God. And you are the miracle worker. Thank you, God, Lord. for Chantel Thomas, for her health, Father. Thank we you, pray Jesus. for health daring for yes, Christian Lashbaugh for his health. Yeah, God, Come we up. just called down this morning for those just believing for a healing, God. God, we're praying for Marielle's brother-in-law, John, who has cancer. Come on. God, cancer is nothing on you.
0: I'm on every knee God, bow. you can every bust cancer and out.
1: break cancer and Jesus bust up those Lord. cancer cells, God. And we just pray this morning they will know there's a that God you will start to Israel. a miracles, God. Father, for Stacy Marie, you. prayer for her oldest brother. Also wisdom for her and her husband in there through these hard times. Jesus. So many yes, Lord. are going through hard times, yes, God. And you see every single situation, Come Come God. Mental health, right now. anxiety. God, just break it this morning. Yes, oh, God. Yes, free so God. people. Yes, free Lord. minds, Father. God, we're praying for Valerie O'Brien, who is home this morning with the cause of neck pain
0: that oh, you prayed for. All right, come on. So,
1: Father, I'm just praying that come that on. was for Valerie. Reveal and that she, so you can heal. She is just feeling your healing touch, healing God, right this now. morning. It's already done. God, I just pray for everyone that's believing for something. Yes, Regardless Lord. of how large it is or how small it is, God, it's all the same to you, Jesus.
0: Thank you Lord. Whether
1: it's cancer or it's or it's a neck pain or it's a broken leg, God you got it all, Father. And I just pray healing God this morning on those that are believing. In Your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. You know we were praying for fibromyalgia. Yeah. I don't know who it was for, but
1: That was for Linda.
0: For Linda? Okay, so there's other people though. I don't know if they're in the room or online. And I just that just came wow, just like yes. And God, it's way more than just Hi. Linda. You get healed but there's others, kind of a mystery thing. I know that there's a bunch of symptoms. I don't know a lot about it. And the doctor say fibromyalgia. And so we just want to just, if that's you and you have pain from that, yeah. uh, and those, I know nerves firing when they shouldn't and all those kinds of things. Just I just really believe there's there's more than one receiving healing for that yeah. right now. Yeah,
1: come on. Yeah. So what are we gonna do if we have a prayer request?
0: They text it, they tell their friend about it, they agree in prayer, they send it in prayer. Oh. We're just doing a lot of prayer.
1: They can leave a voicemail. <laughs> you're doing good. Yep. You're you're learning your lines.
0: Okay. Hold or up. put it
1: on the screen and we we'll we'll just we just want well, that's to. That's why you're here,
0: because you get it right. Right.
1: Right. So you all heard that. Yeah. Um so we just want to pray with you, we want to stand with you and we
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So
1: um let's keep pressing. Yeah. Let's keep retrofitting because oh, you know so God is on the move.
0: We had this time together. Is it time to do that? Are you all right? Huh? Yeah, I'm okay. okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, register for
1: next week. Please go on and register for next week. Uh, we want to, you know, keep our numbers up up here. We have space in the bottom, downstairs, and we're waiting to go to our second service. So, um, keep registering. Head on over to HCF slash register What's happening at Christmas?
0: What's happening at Christmas? Yeah. So we're getting ready to release an on-demand Christmas special. So instead of being in the room, which we have done and pack out three services, uh, uh, just a very well done, high produced Christmas special will be available on demand. That's gonna point to our Christmas uh, service on December the 20th. We'll have two services so we can fit lots of people in. It'll be an abbreviated service uh, with time so you can get in and the next ones get out. And it's going to be gospel centered, so you can bring a friend uh, that feels like they'd be safe enough in the room and they can meet Jesus. Come on, we're going to believe for salvation. Yeah, it's going to be on awesome. That Sunday.
1: It has been such a fun time to be a part of it. Yeah. And honestly, Karen Brink has been
0: Karen Brink. South, doing it. Oh, Come my on. goodness. What a gift.
1: And I think you're all going to what be a gift surprised. Karen is. Hey, we just yeah. want to watch this short film coming in December.
0: Is this it? We're done now? Or what's it? It? Nope, we're oh. going to
1: watch this short film. Okay. Coming in December. Oh, man. They must have not had it ready. Marie's giving me the no video. It was on the card. We're not watching a short video. I could do a little Could you do shoot. a dance? Yeah. It's <laughs> your <laughs> <A> short video.
0: <laughs> little well, Harvest,
1: we love you. Thank you for love being you here so today. God bless you. God bless you. We'll see you next week.
0: I'm so glad we had this time.